Hey, welcome to another episode of the Express Yourself podcast by Zane Masters and Andy Archie. This episode is sponsored by the Express Yourself project. All links will be attached in the description below. Okay, welcome to another episode of Express Yourself by Andy Archie and Zane Masters. If you're tuning in and you have listened to the episode prior to this, this is part two with Brother Ramaka, Brother Ra. We had too much going on within that conversation that we actually couldn't pack up and wrap up because there was still more conversation that was yet to be had. Hence why we are here, we're doing part two, rather than dispersing and going on with our lives, we're going to live within this moment, continue to flow with what we have. Mm. Massive, bro. Massive. Last um, episode, bro, was juicy, <laughs> to say the <laughs> least. <laughs> it was juicy, to say the least. Mm. So, uh, to jump right into it. Yeah, brother. Is a conversation, well, a topic I want to talk about, and this is a big part of, of yourself. This is a big part of who you are and what you stand for. Yep. There's many things that you stand for. Mm-hmm. They all reside under the umbrella of humanity. Yes. The question I have for you is, and this is something that I've, I've looked into for many, many, many years, and that is, what are your views and what are your thoughts behind the puppet masters that are pulling the strings on society today? Oh, we're going there. Hey. Okay. <laughs> we're diving into that one. <laughs> what are my thoughts around the puppet masters pulling the strings today? <sighs> to put it short and simple, I feel. It's time to cut the strings. Um, you know, throughout my development, so when you, when a person goes through their spiritual development, they go into different stages of awakening, right? So, so this, is, this happens for anyone and everyone that decides to work on themselves, right? You, because my belief is that we as people, we come here to grow. We're not here to stay the same. Yeah, we're here to change. We're here to develop and step into the essence of who we are really meant to be and can become. So over the years, as a person goes through their different levels of awakening and speaking of awakening and enlightenment, I guess, Given the understanding that so many, so many people out there think, you know, awakening, oh, I've awakened, you know, and it's, it's all over. Because, but the thing is, you don't reach, reach awakening or enlightenment and then it's all done. Yeah. Awakening and enlightenment happens all the time. All the time. It, it, it comes and goes all the time. So, you know, you might go through a stage of an abusive ex-partner where you work through the triggers and the healing and you awaken to a different level of you. And then you meet another partner and a different um, a different lesson may be taught and there's another awakening and so on, right? So through my own stages of awakening, um, I dove deep very, very deep into rabbit holes. Um, 
And that option comes up for a lot of people when they are on their stages of development and awakening. You know, the, 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 uh, the, um, the subject or the topic of different rabbit holes will open up, right? Um, that you can dive down. Now, the thing about rabbit holes is you're not meant to stay down the hole, right? If you can go down the hole, learn whatever it is, take what you need, leave the rest behind and come back up and then express that to humanity or whoever it is that you are carrying that message for in hope of awareness and change and shining light on the darkness, then awesome. But if you go down that rabbit hole and you get stuck in it, which so many do, and I did for a long time, um, it can be your own um, um, unraveling, yeah. your unbecoming. Now, as for my own journey, being down different rabbit holes, so, man, I've gone down through the rabbit holes of pedophilia, of um, satanic worship, of um, religion, of um, the matrix, of... <sighs> extraterrestrials of reptilians of um the different dimensions timelines um of demons of angels of you name it i've gone through so many different different things and um i've taken a lot of that as teaching and then um for a little while there when was I think it would have actually been last year? I pulled back from a lot of things and I was just like, fuck, I'm getting caught up in this rabbit hole, which they are enforcing on humanity right now. That one being around the whole COVID experience. Mm. Um, now, for myself, you know, I'm not given, given, you know, the uh, last um, episode that we spoke in and sharing part of my journey where I was afraid to speak. I'm not afraid anymore, you know. So these things I will speak into, right, because it's it's a narrative out there that is being pumped that continuously keeps men and women below who they're meant to be. Because the thing about awakening is, you know, the puppet masters. Now, the puppet masters, some people call them, call them the elite, some call them the cabal, some call them... Um, reptilian, you know, you take your pick, right? But the thing is about that, they don't want people awakening, yeah? And the thing about awakening is when you awaken, you start to realize who you really are and why you're here. And that energy, as you do so, it ripples out to others in your community or in your family or in your field of existence that that energy then inspires them to do the same, right? Now, when it comes to awakening, they don't want that because if, if that happens, then humanity is going to awaken and they're going to lose their control. They're going to lose their power and the strings are going to be cut. Yeah. Now, for the puppet masters, you know, there's a lot, as we know, going on in this world that has been for a very, very long time. And if you... If a person can step outside the limitations of opinion and of conditioning, whether that be whatever they've learned in school or whatever whatever the religion has taught them or whatever their parents have taught them, um, if you can step outside the realms of conditioning and uh, limitation, 
and just explore the possibility of XYZ, you'll start to gain your own understanding of, oh, holy shit, there's something here. Mm. You know, I wouldn't do this if it was full batshit crazy. And just before you continue, I just want to turn force to the listeners to take what it is that you need. Don't get stuck there because I see a lot of people that get stuck in this place, as Brother Ra emphasized before, just take what you need. Otherwise, you get stuck in this place of self-exploration and doubt and and sickness of the things that actually go on within this world. Yes. You start to, so exactly what you said, take what you need, leave the rest behind. Because if you go too far and you become lost, and I've seen it many times, um, you can actually start to go crazy to the point where you think everyone and everything is against you. Mm. I'm just going to move my chair to the side. Do do you think in saying that, you know, like we're going into these rabbit holes, right? Yeah. It's almost... If we think about frequency, yep. right? Yep. The frequency on the planet or humanity mm-hmm. is fear. Yes. Right? That's where it's huge. It's kept. Yeah. Right. Sometimes diving into those rabbit holes can actually keep you in that fear exactly. more, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because the thing is like my computer. Did we all get that message? <laughs> um, so the thing is like when you go too far in the rabbit hole and if you're not of the awareness or um, the strength energetically to hold your ground in whatever they are and bring yourself back you can be overwhelmed and overcome with that fear and it can control you. You know, this is, and, and, you know, whoever's tuning in and listening to this or watching this, you know, I'm okay with people disagreeing with what I have to say. That's fine. You know, because I've had that most of that, most of my life. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's, it's got to the point where my experience, sorry, I should, is at the point where your opinion does not discount my experience. Experience is one of the greatest teachers alive, mm. right? And my experience speaks firsthand as to everything that I've seen and witnessed and, and been amongst. Now, if you talk about fear, when COVID first came out or when we heard about it, I put it out there to the world. That fear is the greatest virus right now at that point, start of last year. And um, we're being led down a path that is not fully true, right? So if you look around the world, the world's being consumed with fear. And if you're not wearing a mask, you're a threat to humanity, right? And what is that teaching people? You're, you're conditioning people to think that it is wrong to honor your breath of life that God blessed you with and breathe the fresh air of Mother Earth. Now, what I was saying before, when it comes to awakening, 
what they're trying to do is they're trying to stop people from awakening because when people awaken, they cut the cords and change can happen. Yeah. Now, the ways that they get people to stop awakening or the ways that they make, they, they attempt to stop there from happening is anyone that is awakening or anyone that is on that path of change, they deem crazy. And they will single you out with the most powerful weapon on the face of this earth, mainstream media. Mm, censorship. Exactly. Yeah. Bro, I was sensitive a couple of months ago. My, my, my thing was fully deleted. Yeah. Right? And it's, it's just like, well, you guys know me. You see the stuff that I put out there, and it's, it's all geared to inspiring humanity and, and looking at things from a different perspective. Yeah. Because if we can't look at things from a different perspective, and go, okay, there's a possibility to this. And we keep buying into the narrative that we're being fed. Don't know who you are. Yeah. Period. You know, so so with the puppet masters that are pulling the strings, you know, and I'm talking about people like the likes of Bill Gates. Yeah. <laughs> with the puppet masters. You know, there is, there are in existence reptilians. Reptilians are real. I've seen them. Um, there are, for lack of a better word, evil people out there. Yeah. Give this understanding. Now I want to give this understanding. Nobody on the face of this earth is born evil. It's the conditioning or it's, it's the way we're raised or, or grown up or led to believe, right? But those that have enough money in this world, right? Whereas we understand that money, money is energy, yeah? But what a lot of people don't understand that for those that have enough money, they can buy absolutely everything. What is left when you can buy absolutely everything? Mm. Power. Mm. Power and control, right? So they found a way, and this is funny because it's, it's in my current, um, mentorship that I'm doing at the moment, talking about conditioning and um, how the powers that be have come to realize that humanity, they're a um, resource, right? Yep. As long as we can control them, we can get them to do this and we can keep them locked in the fear that they're in, right? Because I know it's not about wearing one mask now. You've got to wear two or three. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I know about you, brothers, but I spent years trying to break the mask that I've been hiding behind and I ain't gonna fucking put one on my damn face. Yeah. Right? And that's that's no disrespect to those that are afraid. And I want to stress that because a lot of people think that I'm against you if you're wearing a mask. I understand that some do it to conform, which I don't necessarily agree with. Because if we conform then we're continuously giving away our power, which is giving them the excuse to continue doing what the fuck they're doing, right? And I tell you right now, humanity is in for a huge fucking shock because there are too many people just going along with the story. That does not mean, right now, that does not mean that there is no hope. We are the hope, yeah? People out there that are living their life doing the best that they can, that is hope, yeah? So, and it, this is funny. So in 2011, 
I featured in a book and I wrote I wrote a uh, thing that was um, a piece of guidance that came through and at that time I called it The Great Awakening and I wrote about the things that are coming, right? And we are in the greatest shift the human race has ever experienced because if you look back throughout time, you have the different civilizations from the Mayans to the Aztecs to the Chinese dynasty to the Mongols to um, the Persian Empire to the Roman Empire to the Egyptians to Tekipuk, right? Each one of these civilizations had their knowledge, had their wisdom, had their teachings, had their healing, had their awareness that, you know, um, this is how they're living and they're in the Great Awakening and then, you know, they're doing all this sort of stuff. But it was only to those civilizations, Atlantis, Lemuria, and it goes on, right? Now, we are on a global stage. The entire fucking planet is in it, right? If, and if, if you were to hold a globe in your hands and we look at, we zoom out and we look, okay, we're in Gold Coast, we're in Queensland, we're in Australia, right? And you, then you zoom out and you look at the entire world and you realize, like, holy shit, this is the entire planet. The entire planet is in this. You know, we're in this together. And... You know, many races, many cultures, many people, many mystics, many seers, including myself over the years, have prophesied these times to come. We are in it right now. You know, it was spoken by a crazy horse, Tashunko Wutko, that um, in seven generations, the children of the rainbow will come. And they will bring the change to this world. We are that generation. So um, with the powers that be, you know, we all know that they can tune in, they can connect in to everyone, everywhere, anytime. We all know that they can come through your phones, through your laptops, through um, whatever else. And at the same time, the powers that be, right, they are extremely connected. The thing is like what it is, it's in a, in a, in a sense, it's black magic, mm. right? So. When you have, when you awaken and you go down a path and you develop who you are and you open up your intuition and your abilities and stuff, the dark side is going to tempt you. Yeah, it is. I mean, it could it, it done it to me, right? Done it to many of us. And if I'd have gone down this way, who I would have become would have been one nasty dude, right? But the whole time I knew my heart was good. And I'm here for better. And I'm here to help bring change to this world, as we spoke about previously. So for the powers that be, you know, I came to cut those cords. And I'm going to do my damn best to make sure it happens in my lifetime, along with everyone else that is going to do that, you know, which is why I will stand so ruthlessly for humanity. Now, people don't have to believe me. They can think that I'm, you know, some cult leader running because, like, there was a lady yesterday commenting on my stuff, and she's like, you know, you're a reason why you're part of a cult and you're promoting all this fear. But I understand that that's where she's coming from. Mm, yeah. That's her projection. That's her fear, you know, where I stand firm in my boundaries and people know who I am, know what I do, right? So there's a huge separation as we know 
it has swept the entire planet over the past year, right? Where it's like the news is saying this, the government's saying this, you need to go hide behind a mask, you need to wear your mask, you need to stay 1.5 metres away, you need to um, wash, um, sanitise your hands everywhere you go, you need to do X, Y, Z. And people have forgotten who they are. People have forgotten that they're a child of light, that they come from source, and that they came to live their life. You know, And that's what upsets me, because it's like, we are a human race. We are one of the most beautiful races of people in existence. So beautiful that extraterrestrials want to come to this planet and see who we are and what we're doing. You know, my auntie, um, rest in love, she passed away last year. You know, she's, um, she gave me a blessing many years ago to do what I do. And uh, very well known. And she... Um, she, she used to say, you know, humanity is so beautiful. I am so beautiful that all waters want to reflect me. You know, and, and if people can remember that, right, carry that with them and then start living their life how they feel they need to do it instead of living how you're being told to, right? Because no one likes to be told, okay, bro, you're going to go and live like this. You're going to be going and live like this. I'm going to go and live like this. I'll tell you to get far, right? Maybe not like that, but you know. But with love. Yeah. <laughs> Go get fucked with love. <laughs> I guess just quickly, one thing that really gets to me is like when people say stuff and they go, but I still love you. <laughs> Hell, bro. <laughs> no. um, but, you know, with, with going back to the things that are taking place in this world with the powers that be, the Papa Masters, you know, there's always someone higher. Yeah. There's always someone higher pulling the strings, right? And when we get into um, the things that are taking place, like, for example, as I said, Bill Gates, right? <laughs> um, the fella's a, a computer, computer dude, right? But now he is rolling out vaccines mm. and he stands to make trillions actual, right? To the point where now he is the largest owner of farmland in the, sta in the, in the world, in the States, in the world, whatever it is, right? Why? Why? If you know about the Great Reset that is taking place, it's all part of that agenda. If you know about Agenda 21 and Agenda 2030, they are real things. It's actually on government websites. They are real things. You know, the Prime Minister of New Zealand spoke about Agenda 2030, right? They are real things. It's not a conspiracy, right? So with Bill Gates buying up all the farmland, you know, and now you have restaurants in certain places around the world that are 3D printing food, Right. Wow. Yeah. 3D printing food. In Israel now, you can go to a restaurant and they print a, a 3D print um, um, ribeye steak. Wow. <laughs> and inject it with flavors. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a, there's a whole agenda at play that is going to unravel even more. So even though we saw what we saw last year, I don't feel that's it. Mm -hmm. You know, we 
it's just ramping up. Yeah, we're, we've just crossed the tip the of the iceberg, right? So now, now you have the vaccine rolling out. You have um, old mate buying all the farmland. Why? He's a computer nerd, right? But now he owns he owns part of the um, what do you call it? Um, the health organization. Yeah, yeah, yep. He owns part of the who, right? He owns the farmland. He owns this. He owns that. And he puts it down to he's doing good for humanity. Okay, cool. So now one of not now, but this came out a few years ago, which I, I wrote about a few years ago actually, and now it's it's ever so present even more right now, is he's inventing a way to block out the sun. Oh wow. Right? Because he believes that the sun is causing damage. So he's gonna create artificial light. Why? Now if you ask me, all these are uh, uh, playing dot to dot to a certain image. <laughs> Or a certain way of how humanity is going to live. And if we don't stand up, you think about the future that our children are going to have. Mm. And I will not fucking roll over for that. I will go toe-to-toe. Like, if, if Bill Gates was out there and we seen him on the street, I'll go, right, let's go toe-to-toe. I'm taking you now. I don't give a fuck. Because I'm here for this planet, and I'm here for humanity, and I'm here for our children. Because we are the ancestors of tomorrow, you know, and when our children's 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 children look back and they go, the world that we live in today was because of our ancestors. But what sort of world is that? Is that when they look back and they go, where was Andy? Where was Zane? Where was Ramika in those times? Did they roll over and separate and wear their mask and do as they told? Or did they wake up, stand in the truth of who they are, and make change? You know, so with the powers that be, all I can say is I'm fucking coming. No, I'm not alone. Mm. And I guess I mean that with all that I am, you know, because I know I'm not alone physically, and I ain't alone. Mm. I mean, I know the energies, and I've seen the energies that I walk with. And there's some, there's some power there. But at the same time, you know, I want to speak into that. There's a spiritual war that is waging right now. And the spiritual war has been waging for thousands of years. And it's gone through all the different civilizations. But it's reached this point with us and humanity now, as I said, where it's gone global, where all of humanity is in this together. Can you touch on the spiritual war a little bit? Like, yeah, so, give it a bit of a background. Story yeah. for people that don't know. So the spiritual war goes back to many beings, right? That came to this earth, created humanity, but also made sure that we can only reach a certain point. At the same time, at the same time, with this spiritual war that has been going on for years, it's filtered down through every lifetime, through every generation where you have those that will go this way and try and enforce pain and trauma and negativity and hatred and and fear upon humanity, which we're seeing again. And then you'll have those that stand in the truth of light, like, for example, the Reverend Martin Luther King. Mm. Yeah, and many other lights throughout time, including right back through to your angels, to your guides, to your mystics, to your seers, to your witches, right? In the old days, you know, if we were alive in the old days, right, we'd be burnt at the stake. 
mm. yeah, for what we're doing, right? So, so with the spiritual war that we are in, this has been going on for so long, and with each lifetime and each generation that has come, those that have put in the work, those that have put in the work, put in the work, they've allowed us to elevate to the position now where we have a greater time than any to bring that change through. Yeah. And the thing is like each and every one of us that has lived many past lifetimes before on this planet, I was shown many years ago that every single one of us in this lifetime right now, our past lives are coming together. All the medicine, all the power, all the energy, all the strength, all the mana of those lifetimes is coming into who we are now in this physical presence to help with that change. Yeah. So the spiritual world we are in right now, we're in endgame. This is it. Mm. Batter up. This is it. Like actual, this is it. And we will make it through. Otherwise we wouldn't be here. You know, uh, you can look back and say that other generations, other peoples have failed in ways they have, in ways they haven't, you know. But we have a we have a greater time more than ever to bring change, to bring um, hope, faith, inspiration to humanity. You know, the thing is, though, like it's going to get dark, and and you know, to the viewers and and whoever's listening, being straight up, you know, it it, it is going to get dark. And the thing is, though. Whatever you can do for yourself, working on yourself, mind, body, and spirit, right? Staying as positive as you can, taking action for the best life that you want to live, even though this stuff is going on, keep living to the best life that you want to live. That energy is going to help carry you through. If you do nothing now, brother, sister, it is going to be a very huge challenge in the days to come. Um, there's no, there's no nice way to put it, um, you know. And and the thing is, we will make it through. And at the same time, while all this stuff is going on, you know, understand that there is beauty in the world. There's so much beauty in the world, you know. Even though all this stuff's going on, I watch stuff on Insta and I'll share it. You know, all these cats that are doing all these disco dances, <laughs> right? Yeah. And you know, all these people that uh, have been traveling in beautiful places, I share that. Yep. Because that's the beauty of the world. Mm. You know, the beauty of the human spirit where they're dancing, they're having fun. Yeah. You know, there is beauty in this world and allow that to carry you through. So, you know, for every for every dark night, there's a brighter day. Thank you, Puck. Mm. Right? For every dark night, there's a brighter day. Yeah. And like Puck said, you know, the old way wasn't working. It's on us to do what we've got to do to survive. Mm. That is where we are at. You know. That is where we are at. So, so whatever you can do to better yourself in this moment and in every moment from this point forward, do that. Because the energy that you carry from that is what will help carry you through the days to come. This is the war that we are in, you know. And whether it be because of COVID, whether it be because of the vaccine, whether it be because of all this food that's coming out, that's not food. Whether it be like the transhumanism that is coming out too, you know, so there's a big play right now where they're trying to um, condition the public to allowing trans, transvestites into the female arena, you know, 
I have nothing wrong. Like I know many people that are trans, right? My thing is allow the females, allow the sisters to be who they are and allow them to have their own league or their own um, area, so to speak, right? So with the whole transhumanism thing, we are going, we are moving the way the world is moving. We are moving into artificial intelligence. It's already here. Yeah, we will see AI. What we've seen in the movies, iRobot, Terminator, maybe not to the extent that Terminator was, right? But we will see AI very, very soon. We will see um, automated everything. Yeah, it's, it's we're seeing it already. Yeah, exactly. Yep. It's already here. And you know, with the whole transhumanism thing, they're trying to feminize men and masculate women. Mm. Right. The amount of sisters that I, I hear from, and this goes out to the brothers that are listening, the amount of sisters that I hear from that are going, where's the fucking men? We keep stepping up, where's the men? And then it gets to the point where, okay, the men aren't stepping up, we'll continue to step up. And I get it, but there's danger in that because a sister is supposed to be a beautiful sister mm. and embrace her feminine. The men is supposed to embrace his masculine. And while they throw the whole trends into the mix, what they're doing is they're trying to blur the lines. Yeah. So you can't define whatever, whatever. Right. But the thing is, like, they're trying to over feminize. Like, I seen a thing the other day where, and like, it, it, it did trigger me and I was, I was fucking raging. And I wanted to roll in there and just take them all out, right? I saw a photo the other day of all these different men, right? But they were only in underwear. And the caption was, all people have periods. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's a huge disrespect to females because the period is what females have. Yeah. That is a sacred. Um, process mm. within womanhood. Now you have men, you have the system, the powers that be that are trying to blur the lines where, oh no, all men have periods. And there's photos even of men acting like they're pregnant. Not only that though, the, the, the cycle that women go through exactly. has gone back in centuries and centuries in cultural history where it was a sacred practice. Yes. And it's been discriminated to the point where, oh, you got your period. Mm. Keep it quiet. Don't yeah. tell anyone. That's embarrassing. Yeah. You now, when my daughter's coming to that age now, and I said to her, you know, when this happens, when you come to this age of, of womanhood, we're going to go out for dinner. We're going to celebrate. Yeah. Because I'm not putting my daughter into this box where she needs to hold shame. Exactly. For a part of her, which brings her into womanhood. Mm. Exactly. And, Exactly what you said, you know, it should be celebrated. It's a life. Yeah, it's an, it's an important um, stage in the process of being female, just as the men have it. And they're not, obviously, I'm not talking about that, right? It actually but, infuriates me. I, I feel the energy within me that's just, you know, I want to put exactly. my hand down and say yeah. no. Yeah, this is what I'm talking about. So they're trying to over-feminize men now and blur the lines because what happens when you over-feminize men? nobody's going to fight back. Yeah. So the system has full control. 
yeah. And then what I said before in our, in our last meeting, once we're warriors, we still are fucking warriors. Mm. Yeah. That spirit's there. It is strong. The, the, and to all the brothers and the sisters and the sisters, because sisters are warriors too, right? That spirit that is there needs to awaken. Once it awakens, we can help bring change to this world by the powers that be that are trying to blur those lines that are disrespecting our sisters, our, our females, that are disrespecting our men, our brothers, right, that are trying to play us down um, for being and, and try to get us to be over feminine and, and, you know, trying to separate that from the female, from the sister. Again, they're trying to cut down the female. When the fuck are men going to step up? Like all brothers out there, you know, we've got to do this, not just for ourselves, but for our family, our sisters, our children, and for the planet. And it can be done. Otherwise, we would not be here right now. See, these conversations are the conversations we should be having. And I intentionally did not share what this topic was because I know that this is what needs to be spoken about. But too many people are fucking scared to talk about it. Yeah. I think, um, and I had a feeling that this was where we were going to go, eh? <laughs> I was like, oh, we'll see. We'll see. Um, but the thing is, like, too many people are scared to speak about it. Yeah. And if we can break down that stigma or fear around it all and allow people to stand in that and speak, you know, the amount of messages that I get from people daily, right? Um, messages of um, thank you, of hope, of, of you have allowed me to stand in my truth. Where it's just like, brother, so much love and respect for you. Like, we've never, like, you via social media, mm-hmm. people that I've never met right across the world, you've given me the courage to stand in my truth. You've given me the strength and the courage and the hope to believe that we can make. And that is what we need, you know? So, so people are afraid because of the conditioning that we've had. You know, in the last episode, we spoke about conditioning, right? Mm. Where, you know, we feel alienated because we don't follow the narrative Mm. because our parents tell us you need to do this. And then you go to church and the pastor tells this is the word of God. And this is how it is. When inside all the time I knew, no, no, there's something else out there. I can feel it. But do I go with that or do I stay with the narrative? Mm. And that's where the fear comes into play. But that's also where the beauty of trust comes into play. Mm. You know, and if you can listen more so to the voice of truth within you, you start to separate from that fear. And the thing, when you do that, yeah, and you start to trust in, in that voice within instead of the fear, then when you do, you're going to invite all those others that do the same into your presence, like attracts like, mm. yeah? Now, as I said before, you got to know, in order to know the light, you got to know the dark. And as you grow, as you move through those different things and you develop and you start to trust and you start to trust and you start to do these things, you're going to be tested, right? You're going to be tested where you stand. And I've, I've been tested so many times and still do, right? 
you're going to be tested for where you stand on your journey. And if you break, Anna, back you go, learn again. Hold your ground, you trust, you learn, you grow, next level. Um, quickly, I just want to mention, because it's coming through anyway, lessons. Giving the understanding to people that not every lesson that comes your way is for you to learn. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, not every lesson is for you to learn. Some lessons, so you go through lessons, you learn, you keep going. You get indications that the same lesson is coming because you might be with someone who's creating that issue again. And you see that lesson coming. It's up to you. Oh, hold on. This is an indication. Did I learn? Or do I need to go through it again? And if you allow whatever that is to continue, obviously you didn't learn. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I'm going to the end of the line, yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> so not every lesson is for you to learn, yeah? yeah? When people out there tell you, oh, that's your lesson, that's them projecting their opinion upon you, that is your lesson, right? It's not necessarily your lesson. And this is where you get to understand that through the truth that you embody of self. You know, Far too many times we allow other people's projections and opinions to dictate how we live, and that's exactly what is happening in the world today. The conditioning, you know, by the mainstream media, by all these experts, right, by, by all these um, technocrats, people with so much money, they're telling, 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 and each time they do, you're conditioned that little bit more to believe. That's how I need to live. Don't forget your mask today. Oh, walk into the shopping center. I better put my fucking grease wax. What do you call it? All that stuff. Sanitizer, sanitizer on. <laughs> better put my sanitizer on. When you know full well that you just came from home, you just had a fucking shower. Mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, bro, come on, man. Trust in your own health, in your own system. God blessed you with the beauty of this life. And now you're allowing it to be taken away by people that tell you you're not healthy because they tell you you're not healthy. Mm. <laughs> I want to touch on something quickly because we, we're talking about fear a lot. And, you know, when it came into this part of my journey where I went down the rabbit hole over a decade ago and I started to see, you know, all of these things that were going on. I'm not going to go into detail. You have touched on all, all of them. Um, and I got really consumed. And... First, I'll speak about fear. Fear, if we're looking at vibration and frequency, fear is lower than guilt and, no, guilt and shame guilt is lower. Shame. Yeah. Fear, if you're looking at vibration, is one of the lowest frequencies of vibration you can vibrate at. Yeah. So when you're living in fear with all this, fucking put this mask on and do this, becoming conformed to what the media is showing you, that actually creates sickness within inside yourself. Mm. So as you're watching this, consuming the fear, mm. becoming a consumer, you inherently make yourself sick. Mm -hmm. One thing that I stopped during that time of, of research and understanding of things that go on through the world that I'd spoken about through the rabbit hole of the, mm. of the web. Mm. Uh, thank you yeah. for the internet to be able to open up. Exactly. And that was to cut the media. 
Yeah. I don't watch the news. Yeah. I have not watched the mainstream media mm. for well over 10 years, mm-hmm. unless it's just on when I am somewhere. Yeah. Is there any tools that you could offer on top of that? Because I know that is one. Right. Turn off the news. Turn off the news. Mm-hmm. Mm. Are there any t- tools? Sorry. Are there any tools that can empower people through those times? Yes. This makes me excited because these are conversations that that I love. Yeah. These are conversations that need to be had. Hey. Yeah, bro. That so often don't aren't had. Sorry. Um what are tools that can empower, you know, through those things? So speaking of fear. Yeah, fear is fear is uh, very toxic. You know, it can consume you, can consume a person to the point where you know it will infiltrate every area of life. You'd be too afraid to speak to people, right? Even now, we're seeing. I mean, you see on social media in places like the states. Um, the fear that has a grip on people who are wearing masks when they see someone who's not wearing a mask, you know, they go absolutely rank on the person because they're not having a mask over their mouth, over their face. Now, I'm not denying the fact that, yeah, there are people across the world that are passing away, majority of them being elderly or people with mm. already uh, preconditioned. Yeah. Mm. But there is something more sinister at play. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot more um, happening in this. Oh, no, I was just going to say, um, just to touch on that, because I think there's this common misconception when people um, follow you yeah. uh, that you're saying that COVID isn't an actual thing. Yeah. But you aren't saying that at all. Yeah. COVID's a thing. Yeah. But what you're addressing is the control that's happening around COVID, right? Yeah, Yeah. I am. You know, I'm not saying COVID isn't real. You know, if you have a cough, that's also considered COVID. Yeah. Right? But the thing is, it's it's the control around it. Yeah? It's it's the manipulation. So one of the greatest tools that, that, that the system, that the powers that be, that the puppet masters use is they get to your vulnerabilities, they get to your emotions, they get to your attachments, they get they project all this stuff on you to those that are vulnerable. You know, if you're in a vulnerable position, if you don't know who you are, if you can't stand in your truth, you're going to sit back and go, oh, my God, yes, okay, yeah, I believe what you say because you're telling me it. So it must be that if you come within uh, 1.4 meters instead of 1.5, I'm going to catch COVID, <laughs> for example, yeah. But what a fucking cop out. It's you go to something that everybody goes through a cold. Yeah. yeah. And you create this. Yeah. You know, I like, again, not saying that COVID isn't a real thing. Yeah. I, my, my personal beliefs, I feel like it's a man made thing. Yeah. Mm. But you go to something that is so common, mm. the most common sickness yeah. to make everybody live in fear mm. and scarcity mm-hmm. when they have a runny nose, yeah. when they get a sore throat. Exactly. And that's what we grew up with. Mm. I grew up with climbing trees, rolling in the dirt. Yeah. We're fine. Maybe. The bacteria that you have in your hands helps fight against sickness. You need germs. Yeah. 
Yeah, a person does need germs to survive. Yeah. If, if like if you were totally clean, you become very vulnerable to right? disease. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, 100%. now the thing is. Exactly. I'm not saying that COVID is not real, but the thing is like there's there's a whole agenda around the whole thing. You know, there's more people that died of the flu. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. It's a right. big misconception. And what a lot of people don't realize too, if you actually do your research, there's there's physical, physical evidence out there of how um COVID was created in a lab in the United States and it was taken to China in Wuhan, right? And not only that, um, Obama was in, in Wuhan at the lab where it was created in the same area that it was released many years ago. Now, in 2018, many countries right across the world ordered COVID-19 test kits in 2018. You can't tell me that they didn't fucking know what was coming then. Yeah? Um, what's it called? Um, uh, uh, there was a documentary. Yeah, yeah. Well, London Real. Um, oh, um, pandemic. Yeah. That, you know that, yeah, that goes into... Yeah, it goes into bit, all this all stuff. Of that, yeah. <laughs> but, but before that yeah. came out, there was actually a documentary about Bill Gates showing how he was helping these African um, countries yeah. and yeah. cleaning their water yeah. to help paint the narrative that I'm exactly. here to help humanity. I'm here to save you. Mm. But see, no one, no one, no one, well, I wouldn't say no one, but, you know, those that have the power of information, we all have the power of information, but those behind mainstream media, for example, they don't want to speak about the thousands of people that Bill Gates injured in India and Africa yeah. through his polio vaccinations. Yeah. Yeah. You can't show that. Yeah. Right? You can't show... um it's just like showing the highlight reel in social media. Like <laughs> Instagram. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. So many things are given to us to ensure that we're conditioned. You know, through your little gifts on Instagram, you have your gifts on Instagram, which wear your mask, stay your distance to, to, to even in movies and TV shows now, you know, or make sure you keep your distance. Right, you know. So, what I said to you before, like, just uh, just before you before you carry on, there's something yeah. that that's just it's very real for me is that uh, one of the highest the highest um, how do you word this causes of death is a lack of connection of touch physical connection. Yeah, it is. I believe it's the highest. Don't don't yeah. quote me on that. I believe it's the highest. It is. It is. Human connection. Connect, yeah. Yeah. So what they're trying to do is kill the human spirit. Because when you can kill the human spirit, you can control the people a lot easier. Yeah. You look at it if you go back in time to the days of Hitler and the Jews. Yeah. When one man could command so many people to hate Jews. Yeah. Mm. Now, it may not be to that extent yet, but it's without doubt where we are at on a global level. World War Three, Exactly. Mm. Exactly, you know. And that war is within as well. It's where we're at, the separation within everybody. And that's what they're causing. And it's, it's, it's you know, 
to the point, oh, you get arrested if you're sitting on the beach because you're not obeying the lockdown because one person caught COVID. You know, people are forgetting the beauty of who they are and the human spirit that they carry. That is the key to bringing the change. When you can realize that, then the, because these, the thing is, the, these cats know they're in trouble, which is why they're fighting so hard. Yeah. They know that this is it, which is why they're pushing these agendas. Yeah. Um, so going back to what can people do, right? In the face of fear. Yeah. Like I said in the last episode, develop who you are. That is the absolute key. Mind, body, spirit. We are mind, body, and spirit. When you develop those things and you combine them together, you will break through those patterns of conditioning, of fear, of trauma, and everything else. You know, and when, I guess, the thing is, so, so I think I shared with this with you ages ago. When you trust, when you're learning to develop your intuition, Learn the difference between is this my intuition speaking? Is it my fear? Is it my ego? Or is it my past trauma? Mm. Right? Because often a lot of people are going, oh, this is my intuition speaking when, well, no, that's, that's, that's your trauma that you haven't worked through. You're acting it out again through victim mentality, thinking that it's your intuition. And the thing is, like people that do what I do, that are open and, and connected as we are, we feel it, we see it. And like when someone's saying that, hey, like I hear what you're saying, but it doesn't line up with your energy. Yeah. Yeah. Read between the words there. Exactly, brother. You know, so the key, develop who you are, mind, body, and spirit, and learn the difference between your intuition, your fear, your ego, and your trauma. Now, when you can learn that as well, you start to understand that, hold on, this is fear speaking, and it's not right for me. You know, or or you know, learn even if if even if you're not at that stage and you feel other people coming at you, it's like, hold on, is this fear being forced upon me? Yes. Does it feel good? No. Then do something about it. Right. So if you're watching the news and you're like, oh my god, look at that, and ask yourself honestly, do you feel fucking good right now? No. You know what's speaking? Yeah. Yeah, because love, joy, abundance, it feels good. Mm. Yeah. So learning how to set your boundaries, making sure that you keep your boundaries strong so none of that energy crosses. So, so identifying with yourself, okay, these are my boundaries. Uh, exercise I get people to do for example, quickly, is write your name down on a big piece of paper, draw a circle the size of a plate around it. On the outside of that circle, write down everything you will not allow to cross your boundaries, mm. whether it's people, uh, feelings, um, attitudes, whatever it may be, yeah, mainstream media, whatever. On the inside of that circle, write down everything that you will allow to cross your boundaries, love, abundance, sex, intimacy, connection, um, joy and so on right now as you do that and you visualize it every day and you look at it every day it'll get to the point where you start to enforce that energetically wherever you go right 
And then when you do that, energies that are of ill intent will feel that and they will no longer start to cross your boundaries. The thing is you have to make sure yourself that you don't cross those boundaries too mm. in order to please whoever's on the outside of that circle. Yeah. And it takes a lot of self-work, you know. And I know like when I say stuff like put in the work, mind, body, spirit, do what you need to to develop yourself. For a lot of people, that can sound like a lot of work. But, you know, with the journey that I have walked personally, I know that it can be done, you know. And as I said to you before, the thing is about this awakening that we are in, it's not everybody's purpose to awaken, right? That's the thing. It's not everybody's purpose to awaken. And what can hurt a lot of people is if they realize that it's their loved ones. Mm. Yeah. Because the thing is, it's not in this person's purpose to awaken in this lifetime. It could be in the next lifetime or in 10 lifetimes to come, right? But right now, they're not here to awaken because that energy of them not wanting to do so inspires whoever else around them to want to do so. And the other thing is too, you cannot force, hear that again, you cannot force anyone to awaken. You cannot force anyone to change. They have to want to do it themselves. You know, God says those people, um, God helps those who help themselves, yeah? You have to want to drink of the cup of life. You can lead a horse to that world, but you can't make him drink. You can lead a human to knowledge, but you can't make him think. Mm. Yeah. So, so when it does come to working through fear, write down your fears. Do your boundaries. Focus on the things that you love because the spirit of love is what will help break through that. Oh, we've been to some places today. <laughs> <laughs> We're speaking a lot about fear on, on this episode, bro. And, um, you know, things that we can do to, uh, I suppose, tools yep. to help us move through that. Um, but I think, now correct me if I'm wrong, my understanding of fear and how I get through it is through releasing it emotionally. So if I feel it, I like to release it. Yeah. That be crying, yeah. uh, primal scream. Yeah. Um, is there any other ways that you would express or free fear? I mean, mm. yeah. So, so exactly like what you've just said um, through primal scream, it helps because what you the thing about fear, yeah, what discomfort. Um, control all that sort of energy the thing that you want to do to break it like really break it is vibration yeah yeah so so if you've got a medicine drum for example using that to break through that energy um uh sound bowl first of all um primal screaming shaking up and down playing music really loud Anything that can shatter that or distract that energy can also help. For example, when I um, am going through moments where I might feel a little fear 
I don't really get it much. Yeah, yeah, really. yeah. Um, because now I've got to that point, and this is exactly what I was saying before. You know, when you develop mind, body, spirit, yeah, yeah, you start to get stronger. Yeah, you start to build that energy, that spirit. Now, when I am faced with fear, for example, I can look it in the eyes and go, "Not today." You know, I think the last time it happened, I was living in Mermaid, and this was, um, when did it happen? It was actually around New Year's because I felt, and because I'm so sensitive to energy, I felt a dark energy coming, and I don't just mean into my space, I mean to the planet. I felt a dark energy come to this planet, and I was in my room and I was asleep and it's like if I paint the image, I have my eyes open, I'm lying in bed and the light was shining through and just looked like a normal room. But then I seen this layer of energy just come in and it sit there hovering above the room. But intuitively I felt that it was around the whole world. And it's funny because that night, um, well, the next day, I spoke to a few people from different places and they all felt the same thing, right? And when it came in, I knew it was trying to break me and whoever else it was, you know, getting to. Um, and I knew it, was, it wasn't of this planet. Like I'm very aware of whether the energy is from here or it's not from here. And it wasn't of this planet. And it's just like, I was looking at it it was like this big black mass above me. And I was like, yeah, I'll see you, I feel you, and you're not going to break me, right? And I was like breathing. I was inviting all my ancestors, my guides, my angels, God, into bringing in the light. And I was like, no. And then like, it took a while, and that was the last time I felt, um, that was, it had been a long time since I felt heavy, dark energy like that. And um, it took me quite a while to move it for me, you know. It took me quite a while for, for it to shift. And then when it did, I drifted off to sleep. But it's like being sensitive to those understandings because I know, um, I know with what we went through as a human race last year, and I knew that last year was the tip of the iceberg, and I knew and know that 2021 is when we really start to go down into into that hole, I guess, rabbit hole altogether. And there's stuff beyond us, you know, and I knew it was coming and that 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 was the setting of that energy. I was like, oh, fuck, here we go. We all. But I was like, at that same moment, I was like, nah, not today. And I sat there and I breathed and I meditated. And when, when I get that way, so for example, for me, um, giving advice to people, what can you do to break through all that? Is you visualize the light coming through, even if, it's, if it helps to visualize it coming from the sun or a star, you imagine what that light is because imagination is key. You imagine that light coming through and with every breath that you take, you feel that light and you keep that process over and over over again and that darkness will not touch you that fear will not touch you and it's like it may take some getting used to 
but the more you do it, the stronger it becomes. And I mean, you know, I know how I am when I go places and I'm like wherever I go, people are looking and I understand it's because how I hold myself energetically. And it's just like, you know, if I'm, if I go to work, like when we went to work, when we go, it's on, you know, if I'm coming to take care of this, it's on. We can come here to fuck around, you know, and that's the important thing to understand. Like there's so many, which is why I say, like I said in my last, um, episode with you guys which is why it's so important that you do the work and you become a student first because becoming a student you build the foundations you build the awareness and the maturity the energetic and spiritual maturity to understand how to hold yourself when things like this take place and if you've never held space before and you're in a space with multiple people and you're going oh i'm holding space when shit goes down and you can't handle it that's your fucking ass bro Mm-hmm. And your and 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 the people that you're supposed to be looking after, yeah, you know, and that's what pisses me off because I have seen firsthand what can happen, right? I have seen dark energy come in and try to take over people, and I've had to step in and go, no, mm-hmm. I've got this, we've got this, you know, because I came to do God's work, and that's what God and Spirit and the angels are guiding me to do, you know, and I've had multiple experiences with angels, and worked alongside them like the likes of Archangel Michael and a lot of people think oh we, 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 this is very real this is very real you know given the fact that the people that experience the work from what I did also connected to that without me saying you know so so using energy because energy is in absolutely everything yeah, if I hold your glass of water or your glass of water that you've been drinking from, I can give you a reading for you based on the fact that you've been drinking from it, right? So, so energies and everything. When you feel the fear, when you feel the discomfort, when you feel, you know, I don't know if I can do this. Take a deep breath. Bring in the light and allow the light to exhale into your energetic field, into your light body, into your aura. Right, and the more that you can do it, the stronger it will build you up to the point where it's just like, okay, I'm okay now. I want everybody to understand. I would love. I should want love. Okay, (laughs) so so I would love for everybody to understand that you are going to be okay. Everything is going to be okay, even though like we talk about the stuff that we talk about, we would not be here otherwise if we were not going to be okay, and that's important to remember. You know, so when you feel all hope is lost, all hope is not lost. You know, when they say people are, you know, I'm trying to look for the light at the end of the tunnel. If you can't see the light at the end of the tunnel, pull out a fucking match and light that motherfucker yourself. Actual. And I mean, when you light that yourself, you light that within you because the light exists within you. The light that is in me is in you. The light that's in you is in me. Mine may be stronger because I choose to develop it and live with it and work it. And, you know, everybody can have that to their understanding of what their gifts and abilities are. Yep. So, so for those that, that are out there that don't have the foundations, you know, this is... Really? Okay. <laughs> All right. This is my warning to you. 
And I mean this with full love. (laughs) 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 I'm just going with what I'm showing, man. This is my warning to all of you that are taking advantage of people that are working with energy that don't have the strong foundations that refuse to be a student first. You know, you've got to be careful because if if you don't listen to this warning, the energy is going to come around and it's going to bite you in the ass and it's not going to be nice. Given the times that we are in and the times that we are heading into, if you're not living by your intent and integrity and honor and respect of those you're working with, of, of the land that we live upon, of the energies that you're trying to work with, you're going to find some very difficult times to come. And that, that's straight down the line, you know, and that, that is just what I was delivered to me from my guys, um, just to let people that know that they're coming because this is the spiritual war that we're in, you know, and as we get along, as more and more people awaken, the veils lift or the veils fall, mm. right? To the point where we get to that level where it's just like, now you're starting to see spirits. Now you're starting to tune in a lot more. More and more people are becoming more connected. Why? Because so many people are choosing to awaken. So many people are choosing to work on themselves, you know? So the more we are going to see the more you're going to see the lies that are being fed to us. Because when you're awakened, you start to see all the shit that's going on. Like I said, as a light worker, when you shine your light, you're going to start seeing all these things. Yeah. And then it's up to you and the physical to do something about it. Or roll over, put your mask on and let it happen. But at the end of the day, it's, it, it is a choice. And, you know, with coming with things being a choice for a lot of people, it triggers, right? But straight down the line, everything is a choice, whether you like to hear it or not. Everything is a choice. Like we made a choice to do this podcast today. We made a choice to do two. We made a choice for um, speaking about the things that we're speaking about because we know it needs to be heard. It needs to be spoken about because far too many are afraid to. Um, far too many feel that oh, you know. If I speak about that, I'm going to be labeled crazy and a conspiracy theorist and everything else. Well, you know, you know what happened last year? A lot of conspiracy theories were proven true. Mm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know? So, so you don't have to believe exactly like everyone else. The thing is you do have a responsibility to use your own common sense and mind, thought, energy. Mm. A big piece of what you're sharing, which I know for myself is something that I'm still, and I guess that's just part of the journey, right? Is that trust, trusting within yourself, Mm. trusting that what it is that you are doing is what you are supposed to be doing. Exactly. And without that level of trust, what are you going in? What are you going in with? Mm. What, what is the reasoning for you to be there? What is the reasoning for you to speak on whatever it is you're speaking on mm. without that knowing, mm. internal knowing and trust? There's no potency. Yeah. And the message that you're trying to convey is it just a message that is there to bring in the yep. material aspect of things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Trust is so important, brother, you know, especially doing what we do, working with energy, being of service. Trust is so important. And 
you know, you can tell when a person doesn't have trust in themselves. You can hear it. You can see it in their energy. Hey? And it's, it's like the more you trust, the stronger you are. Right? And over the years, my trust has wavered many times because of the conditioning that I had, because of the fear that I carried, because of the judgment I placed on myself, because of the judgment I felt from others, you know, whether it was online or in person, because of the ridicule and, you know, all the rest of it. But it's like the more I progressed on my journey, the more I developed, the stronger my trust became. And for some people, you have to get to that point where you're sick and tired of being sick and tired. <laughs> yeah. Hey, and that's what it was like for me. Yeah, exactly. Me too. And I got to that point where I was sick and tired. And I was like, fuck this, no more. And, um, you know, there are many people that have aided me and assisted me throughout the years doing what I do and my development and healing. And um, I went through some pretty epic shifts over the past couple of years that enabled me to stand firm in my truth um, and understand that, hey, everything that I've ever been through, right back to when I was a baby, <laughs> you can't make this shit up. Like whether people believe me or not, I have had firsthand experiences with Jesus, with Mary, with God. And, you know, to the point where other people are being around me and I say, okay, I'll ask for a sign. Show me a sign. Yeah. And then within a couple of hours, the sign shows up and they're like, oh, shit. Like, this is the life that I've lived. Now you see why I believe what I believe and the path that I walk. So, so trust is so important, you know. Um, trust is key. Trust is absolutely key. Because if you don't have trust in yourself, the message is not going to be delivered properly. Mm. Or you're not necessarily going to hear the message correctly. And if you don't trust yourselves, uh, yourself, other people are going to feel that. And they're not going to trust you. And then they're not going to trust themselves. So all this fake ass holding space that you're doing, if there's no trust, if there's no foundation, it's going to eventually fall apart. And when you deliver service, you have a duty of care. This goes out to everybody that uh, is in service. You know, when you go, when you are uh, of service, you have duty of care. So. Mm. I love that because uh, a lot of my journey, you know, has been building levels, mm. layers. You know, you, you under, you have this one learning, which then evolves into the next learning, which mm -hmm. is the same thing, which yep. then evolves into the next learning, which is the same thing, yep. and carry on. Yeah. And I know for myself, you know, whether it's been within workshops, within um, myself, my own journeys, within medicine, mm -hmm. it's always been gauging a deeper understanding of self to trust yeah. self. Yeah. You know, like what you're saying with trust self, 
I go back to when I was a little kid and I would speak the things that I see or the things that I felt and then it would be, you know, get in trouble, whether it's from my dad or from my uncles, right? Or you'll be made fun of from my uncles or ridiculed, you know? And all of that added to the layers of me shutting up from when I was a kid, even from, you know, not knowing my father um, and my mother hardly being around and then her leaving, you know, all added to me shutting my mouth, you know. And then when I was five years old, when I was adopted, we moved from Wellington to Auckland and I grew up with my grandmother, right? I'm the oldest, I'm the eldest grandchild. and so extremely close to my grandmother and my parents told me like when we left to drive from Wellington to Auckland I wore a paper bag over my head so I didn't see my nana waving goodbye and I wore all the way to Auckland and that added to the layers of me shutting up of not trusting anymore right because I, I right up until the age of well actually Right. right up until two years ago, I had the belief around if your mum and your father, if both your parents can leave you, then love is all shit. Mm. And that's a, that's a huge way I carried all my life. You know, I was like, well, my birth father left. My mum chose to leave then too. If, if your own fucking parents don't love you enough to be there for you, love is shit. And that's the belief I had. And that's, that's the trauma pattern that I carried and caused me to act out in ways towards our sisters, females, you know? So I was repeating that pattern over and over again of no self-love, of I'm not worthy, of I'm, I'm not loved enough, which is why I'm not committing to a relationship and blah, 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 over and over and over and over again. And, you know, which added to me hiding who I am or who I really was, which added to me not speaking up, which added to me not trusting. Yeah. And uh, over the years of doing this, what I do, working through the healing, and through the love and support of my best friend, Cassie, who has helped me understand so many things about myself, um, that has allowed me to step into that trust and go, you know what? Which is why a lot of people don't understand, you know, because they only see what I post online. They don't know me as a person, right? Which is so why so many people don't understand. It's like, you know, they project their opinions and, and their beliefs and stuff like that. And it's like, well, that's cool. And you can have that. I don't re- disrespect that. You're open to your opinion and belief, right? But also understand that this is my firsthand experience. I'm not talking I read it in a book. I'm not talking I've seen it on the fucking TV show. I'm talking I have seen it with my own eyes and lived it. I have seen demons with my own eyes, actual demons. I have seen spirits, I have seen ghosts, I have seen extraterrestrials. I've seen so many different things, you know, that have added to the potency of why I do what I do today. Because, you know, we came here to live. Anybody, everybody can do this. Not just me. I, I don't see myself as a guru and I fucking hate that when people pedestal someone 
It's like, don't pedestal me. Understand that, yeah, I may be on a different level of uh, my own energetic and spiritual evolution, but we are one and the same. Mm. If yeah. I can assist you and help you and guide you, fucking awesome. But if it's someone else, awesome. I fully support that. Go ahead and learn. Learn all that you can because we came here to learn. And as you learn, you grow, you awaken, you bring change to this world. And we shift the energetics of all this bullshit that's taking place. And you break through the energies of fear and negativity and everything else that has held you down. You do not have to stay locked in the confinements of the bullshit you may have been through. And never, ever, 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 you know, most of the people that come my way are female. Granted to the fact that female sisters are more open to exploring, to opening up to themselves and wanting healing. Whereas too many men have the machismo of, I don't need that, I'm a man. You know, or, or you know how we're raised. So, so, you know, um, what was I talking about before I said the female thing? Opening up. Yeah, so. Here you go. Opening up to exploration within themselves. Yeah, so open up to who you are, you know. Everybody has it within them. Absolutely everybody. And. Whatever comes up in terms of an excuse to stop you, to prevent you from doing that, it's just an excuse. You know, whether people like to hear that or not, if, if you don't want to embrace your truth because you're afraid what your partner says, that's an excuse. It may be a pattern that needs healing, but it is also an excuse. You know, if, if you don't want to put in the work because you're comfortable where you are, I get that. And there's nothing wrong with being comfortable. The thing about comfort is you work through yourself, mind, body, spirit. You develop. You get to a certain point where you do find comfort. And then when you're ready, you go again. And then when you're ready, you go again. And you keep going. Because each time you grow, each time you do that, you grow, you get bigger, stronger, right? The thing is like when you heal, when you develop, you allow for that space of comfort to go in, <laughs> to come in so that you can integrate everything that you've been going through, all the lessons, all the teachings, all the wisdoms and learnings. And then it is your responsibility to start embodying that. Yes. And when, when you can embody that, you move to the next stage and the same thing happens again, right? And over and over until you get to that point where you're walking around and it's like, hey, I love my life. This is who I am. And I can bring a motherfucking change. And that's why I'm here. Um, and the thing I was saying before about, you know, to everybody, especially our sisters, which I see so many times because our sisters are more open. They, uh, more sisters come my way, which is awesome. Um, but the thing is, never, ever, 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 ever allow anyone to dictate how you need to live. Doesn't matter who they are. Your husband, your partner, your wife, your, your, your parents. Never allow anybody to dictate how you need to live because if we listen to that, usually, most of the time, a person, when a person dictates how you need to live is because they're, you're, um, they're projecting onto you their opinions, their beliefs, and their expectations. Mm. 
And that's not your life. That's their belief. Let them have it. With all love and respect, of course. But you came here to live for you. First and foremost, you know. Unless you've got little children that you've got to look after until they become responsible and they go out themselves, it's up to you to look after you and them kids. If you're on an airplane and the mask come out, you have to put yours on first, right? So it's the same thing with life, you know. Take care of you, you'll be able to take care of others. Um, and especially when you're doing this work that we're all doing, when we're of service, you have to constantly put in the work because humanity is growing and it's becoming more intelligent, it's becoming more awake, it's becoming more open and closed, right? So as that happens, you have to keep ahead of the game. You have to, you know, and that comes through doing the work yourself. Because the more you work you do on yourself, the better you will be for everyone else that comes your way. <laughs> We're on a roll today, boys and girls. <laughs> wow. I just want everyone to really allow the words that have been shared here and the tools. There's been a lot of tools that you've been able to give. To really let them land. Don't get caught in the darkness. That's it. Use the tools that have been advised. And I just want to honor you for who you are, for the voice that you have found for yourself and that you have openly expressed mm. and given permission to many, many others mm. to use their own, to express their own to hold space like a true space holder. <laughs> Thank you, brother. Thank, Thank you, brother. You. Thank you. Um, I guess, you know, like I was saying, everybody's got it. And it is possible. For me, knowing where I came from and everything I've been through, I know it's possible. Everything that I've seen, whether it's in the physical or in the unknown, I know it's possible, you know, and at the same time, I'm still learning. I don't claim to know everything. Um, and I don't, I, honestly, I don't, don't want to fucking know everything, <laughs> you know, because sometimes it's like a lot of times there's beauty in not knowing and, and experiencing the whole, like, wow, that just happened. Fuck, that was me. Yeah. I, I got a question for you before we wrap, before we wrap up. Yeah. Have you found, this is my understanding. That the more I have come to learn, the more I have learned that I know nothing. Know nothing. Mm. The more I learn, the less I know. Yeah, bro. <laughs> hey. Do you find that true for yourself? In many ways, bro, because it's, it's when you, if I, if I lay out the situation, if I lay out the experience, yeah. So you go through your physical life. Then you go through your development, through your energetic development. Because the thing is, like, we are all spiritual and energetic beings having a physical experience. Yeah. We are infinite consciousness. We are infinite source. We are infinite beings of light that have existed for millions of years and will continue to do so, whether it's in human form or another. Right. So there are no limitations period and the sky is not the limit man because there's space <laughs> in the universe and the multiverses out there yeah 
So sky's not the limit. You know, you can go beyond the stars and even further. And okay, just showed me an experience I just want to share. Right. Years ago, um, I was taken on a journey through visions and I was taken out right through the stars, past all the planets, and we we're going further and further and further and just kept going until we went popped through this what we what you call universe into infinite space. Right. And as we're floating there in infinite space, right, I was with my guides and they were pointing and there were all these different balls everywhere. And though they were all different universes and they were they gave they gave me the understanding like I see your infinite consciousness. There is a multiverse out there. There's not universe, multi. And it goes on and on and on and on and on. And in those there are many thousands, millions of different peoples and civilizations and races and beings, you know. So with the things that I've seen, you know, there's the understanding that um, we aren't the only ones out there, mm-hmm. you know, and, and speaking to the physical human experience, we go through all these things. But as you develop energetically, because you are spiritual beings having a physical experience, so the more that you can develop your spiritual energetic being in your physical experience, the more you awaken, the more you align to everything that exists in your infinite consciousness, the more you bring that into this fucking world. Boom, baby, it's on. (laughs) (laughs) And the thing is, like, bro, separating from that physical experience, the more you develop spiritually and energetically, the more you start to learn and grow and see just how infinite things are, the less you know. Mm. Yeah. Boom, bro. <laughs> Boom, bro. And those experiences are there for all. I, wanna, I want to make sure everybody understands and hears that, you know, because I know a lot of people look to me and they go, wow, Ramika, brother, ah, you can see and feel and do all this. It's just like, hey, I can do this because I continuously put in the work because I choose to do the work and I have put in the work and I will continue doing the work to the day that I pass on to the next realm, wherever that is, you know? So as long as you are willing to do that, you too can have that experience. It's not limited to just me or just us or just X, Y, Z, you know? And there is the, there is the saying that many are called, few are chosen. Every single person on the face of this earth was called. Otherwise, you would not be here. If you were chosen, those that are choosing to awaken, to work on themselves for the greater good of them, them their family or humanity, because it's, it's, it's so many different layers, yeah? You can awaken just for yourself and your family, right? And that may be your world. And, and if that's all your world is for you, amazing. In that is awakening, right? You're one of the chosen. For some, like myself, we're here for the entire planet. Yeah. For me, I'm here for the, for the entire planet and to align with our brothers and sisters of the stars because they're coming. I mean, they've already been here for thousands of years, but they, physically, publicly, they're coming. Right. And I guess I want to point out too that ETs are not coming to save us. Jesus, anyone else is not coming to save us. This is what the awakening is. It's the awakening of Christ consciousness within every single one of us. 
This is the second coming. The second coming is the awakening of that Christ consciousness within ourselves so that we can take responsibility for this human experience that we have and we can awaken to the spirit of God that exists within us to create change in this world. Yeah? There are different guides, ET beings. They can help guide, but they cannot interfere with the choice of humanity. That is our responsibility. You know? So, so, with wherever you are at, you can make a change. With wherever you at, you are safe to make a change. And if you don't feel safe, contact me because I'll hold that fucking space for you. You know, and and if there are times for anyone listening where you feel doubt, where you feel afraid, where you feel unsupported, send me a message. Or reach out to somebody that you can connect with that understands that will be there for you. You know, if you feel that you can't do it on your own, understand that there are many of us out here, whether we're connected or not, that are right fucking beside you. Man, we could keep going, but I just want to say, you know, today, brothers, gentlemen, it's been, it's been OG. <laughs> Love you both, man. And what you fellas are doing, as I said, it's going to go places and you fellas will always have my support. and protection um and to everyone else out there that ever listens to this or the further episodes by whoever um know that you've got it in yourselves to make change oh <laughs> <laughs> thank you brother you have our full support as well i know you know that um but just keep doing what you're doing bro you it's an honor to be a part of your life and to see you thank you brother see you shine Mm-hmm. See you, fellas. Shine. We all shine. You shine. We shine. I shine. It's all G, baby. <laughs> Keep it real, motherfucker. Oh. <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah, like just echoing what Andy said, bro. Thank you, brother. Thank you for sharing your wisdom. Yeah. Um, I hope the people that listen to this episode can just open them mm. their minds and open their hearts mm. to hear yeah. the truth that's been spoken. <laughs> Right, just quickly with what you just said. I know we're at the end of this episode, but, you know, when you come into this episode, it'd be good for you to take a breath and understand that there may be things you've never heard before. There may be things that you have chosen not to hear before. But understand that it's all shared in the spirit of love and awareness and hope and faith or not just us, but who we are as a human race in this world, you know? So if you're listening, may peace and love be the journey. Aho. Aho, brother. Thank you for listening to the Express Yourself podcast with Zay Masters and Andy Archie. If you'd like to leave us some feedback, please leave us a review. All contact details will be added in the description. And in the meantime, don't forget to. I'm expressing with my full capabilities. And now I'm living in correctional facilities.